When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Like, to me, Jay, we are talking about who's the biggest GOAT in any sport, like the most undisputed. To me, Jay-Z, yeah. even if you think that some rappers hit a higher peak, it's not going to be much higher, and then no one sustained it even close to as long. There's really no other argument for GOAT rapper. Like, how you said how he, you, he, you said hit a higher peak. Who like you might, peak? you might say this one I thought in his, at his best was better than Jay. But even if you think that, it's not going to be by a lot. It'd be by a little. And then that one, no. And then so, so if you're om- even according to everyone, you're almost the best who ever did it at worst, and you did it five times longer than anyone else. How could mm. anyone argue anyone but you? you yeah, see I don't I'm understand saying? how somebody could say they did it better than him I, at I, any peak. I agree. Well, you might say, look, Biggie in his prime was contemporaries with Jay-Z and was generally considered the better rapper. Or you, someone might say, uh, uh, you know, whoever, someone might prefer uh, Andre 3000, whoever it is. Someone has personal preferences, right? But no, they yeah, still would yeah, say, yeah, but it's close. But then Jay did it for all those years. I don't know, man. I just, I, I'm not a... Uh, uh Rap historian like you, Max. <laughs> yeah. But you can't, I mean, I don't even know how you even put up a conversation about anybody other than him and Tupac and Biggie. Like, I just don't, yeah. I don't want, but well, I don't he's know. He's done I, it for so much longer. So much That's longer. why, because of the passing of those two. And he's and still others. dropping verses there yeah, that are relevant. Man, dude, ridiculous, though. Ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, by the way, and by the, he's also Puff and Big rolled into one dude, Oof. and he's done it 10 times longer. But, but that's like Serena in tennis. She, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can try to think of anyone else in any other sport that comes that where, where it has that chunk of the population just saying, yeah, 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 goat hands down. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Check us out on the ESPN app. By the way, did the mix, Knicks make the right call sticking with RJ Barrett and not including him in a potential deal for Donovan Mitchell? We're about to get into that. Let me say quickly, though, we want you to keep on weighing in on Key's top 10 NFL players list. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. What was the biggest omission from the list? Who's not on the list that belongs there? 10, Lamar Jackson, 9, Josh Allen, 8, Miles Garrett, 7, Jalen Ramsey, 6, TJ Watt, 5, Trent Williams, 4, Tom Brady, 3, Aaron Rodgers, 2, Patrick Mahomes, 1, Aaron Donald. All right, so you get to weigh in on that. You can weigh in on the GOAT thing. What is Donovan Mitchell's trade market now? Should the Knicks still be considered the favorites to land him? Jay, what is going on? Yes. Um, Look, the Knicks are trying to get a deal done with Utah. They had a deadline of Monday. After the deadline passed, they decided to sign R.J. Barrett to his extension. And it it, it creates a unique dynamic, but a trade is still possible, right? It creates something called the poison pill. I don't know if you guys heard about the poison pill provision. Of course. Um, But explain it. It, so essentially, like his outgoing salary would be this current $10.9 million deal, right? But salary required in return for Barrett would be $26.2 million. So the average of last year of his current deal and the four years of the extension salary. So that's what's known as a poison pill. So, look, they, they can still get this done. I'm not, I'm not sure Danny Ainge 
may have wanted R.J. Barrett to begin with. It may have been about the number of unprotected first-round picks that the Knicks weren't willing to give up for Donovan Mitchell in combination with some players. But I think it's more about assets that the Utah Jazz can still utilize. But they might have to include a third team. It makes it a little bit more challenging, but a deal can still be done. You know what I think, guys? I think this is Danny Ainge psyching the Knicks out. I don't think Danny Ainge wanted R.J. Barrett. My because if I were Danny Ainge, what I would have been doing, would have I would have been doing the whole time is making them think I want R.J. Barrett, but really wanting just a slew of draft picks. Let I don't want you. You chose R.J. Barrett. I want to choose my own guys, right? So what happens now? The Knicks give a deadline. Ainge is sitting there going, "Great, let the deadline pass." Oh, R.J. Barrett's off the table now. Great. Well, so oh, damn man, we really wanted R.J. Barrett. Now it's going to cost you extra draft picks. And watch what he's about to do to the Knicks. The Knicks are the dumbest franchise in the NBA. They got the biggest market to work with, and it's the first time key in 30 years that a, that a rookie, a first-round draft pick, has gotten to a second contract with the team. That either means you are a clown joke of a franchise in terms of identifying talent, or you are a clown joke of a franchise in terms of developing talent, or both. 30 years to get a single player to his second deal? I mean, it's a laughing stock, this franchise. What was the last, who was the last guy? Charlie Ward. Ward or something like that? Charlie, oh, Charlie Ward. Ward. It's not like he was great. He was all right. Yeah, he was fine. He was I mean, fine. He was a good, good point guard, yeah, great quarterback nice. in Florida State. Um, but you got to look at the regime for the years that you're talking about. Look at all the different people that have gone through that building. There's been no consistency. Yeah. Right? And the consistency. The consistency on in organizations that win, whether it's Golden State or the Lakers or or you know any of these organizations that win, they have consistency. And yeah. the Knicks have had no consistency, so of course they're not going to pick the right guys. Of course they're not going to get a guy to the to the second contract because the first thing that happens is the new regime comes in after the old regime, and the players getting ready to contract, getting ready to be up. He doesn't play well in that new regime, so they say, okay, we're not going to extend him, let him walk, or we're going to trade him, or whatever the case may be, because somebody else has different ideas coming in, opposed to having stability and stabilizing something and allowing that player to develop and get better under one coach, one organization, one situation, so you can extend him in those situations, and that's not the case. You look at the Dallas Mavericks, for instance, and you look at Luka, and you just look at the stability. For many years, it was Don Nelson Jr., right? And then it was Mark Cuban, who's still the owner, who's still there. It's consistency. So people like Luka can get to the second deal. What if Luka was in New York with the Knicks? They would have traded him in like year two. (laughs) Yeah, somehow they would have messed up Luka. But here, Jay, there's been one consistent person there, and that's James Dolan. When I think about clown joke, right, I'm thinking like, why do they wind up like this? Well, James Dolan's been there the whole time, and he brings in a regime. Oh, I'm going to stay out of the way. Two, three years pass. You know, they don't have the right draft pick to get the right guy, whatever it is. They can't get it done. Then they start to panic. We need to get a star in here quick or we're going to lose our jobs, right? And so here comes the panic. They're, and tr- mark my words, they will now give up every draft asset they have to go get Donovan Mitchell. Who's I don't not think good enough will. to win a championship is the I best player. I disagree with you. I don't, I don't think they will. I think, I think that's – look, sometimes you have to play hardball here in New York. And one of the things that you have to ensure in order to play hardball – is having a guy like James Dolan behind you doing it the long way, which is the right way, which is not rushing. 
So this whole narrative that is floating out there about, well, Leon Rose, he's on the verge of losing his job. So a knee-jerk reaction has to come into place, right? Like, I'm, I'm worried about losing my job, so now I have to go out and get a star because that's going to make New York fans somewhat okay and it can, you know, level the playing field and give me more time. Actually, I would advise going the opposite direction. I would say guys like Emmanuel Quickly, OB Toppin, your undrafted first-round protection picks, keep them. Keep them, keep stockpiling. A, a keep smart building. franchise would, yeah. Be patient, but fans want to start throwing hate at James Dolan. Fans want to Are start Are they going to trade Leon the picks Rose. for Donovan Mitchell, yes or no? I wouldn't give up four unprotected neither would picks. I. I would not. I, neither I would I. I don't think they will. This I don't is think my, they okay. will, nor do think I think so. they should. My prediction is the Knicks will land Donovan Mitchell in a trade. They will trade most of their best assets in terms of draft capital to get him. That's my prediction. We will see. Once again, depends upon the relationship of Leon Rose and James Dolan. Because if you want to build it the right way, we don't have to rush to make this decision. Your job security is okay. Keep building this franchise this way because this is the healthier way to build from the bottom up. Oh, that's what needs to be said. You and I are on the same page. That's what needs to be said. I'm just saying that cat would have to change its stripes because that's not the way Dolan has operated throughout these decades, right? And that's why his franchise, the New York Knicks, in the biggest media market in the world— or a laughing stock. But That's he's removed why. himself from the situation. It's different yeah, than years past. He's done this past. before, a year or two, this and that. And they, you know, he's done I think, it I think this is different. Okay. But listen, you know what the great thing is? Time will, will tell. tell. It always All does. We'll it always does. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Guess who's going to the Super Bowl? That's right. You heard it here first. The New Orleans Saints. Because guess why? Michael Thomas is back at full strength. And so is his quarterback in Jameis Winston. I think that would be hot news. Not news. His nephew why? plays for the Saints. I mean, I don't. That's key. Hey, who that? That's all I can tell you. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. ESPN Radio. The mm. Cannon. The can- ESPN uh, the ESPN app is what I'm trying to tell you. The ESPN app, man. It just, I, I became aware that, a lot, that not enough people are listening on the app, and that's how I consume so much of the stuff when I'm on the go now. I just want to make people Always aware. On the app. app in the podcast, you can check baby. us out on the app, man, for sure. Hey, Cam Jordan and Mark Ingram of the New Orleans Saints. That's yeah. one of Key's Super Bowl favorites and hosts. Trust levels with Cam Jordan and Mark Ingram are with us now. What's going on, guys? What up, y'all? What's going on? Appreciate that having us on. Big blessed. I mean, we can't call it today. I mean, another beautiful day. Have another opportunity to hit the field. Get ready for this week one for next week. Yo, fellas, Cam, Mark, what's happening, man? Ain't nothing, bro. Just grinding, like Cam J said, man. Another opportunity, man. Another morning. We blessed, we healthy, we all on the tube today, you know what I mean? So, hey, can't complain. So am I So am I wrong for picking y'all to go to the Super Bowl? Am I out of my, am I out of my mind? No, you're actually correct. Yeah. We got the boys. How so? How am I correct? How so? Because we got them dogs all over the field. Quarterback, dog, running backs, dogs, line, dogs, receivers, cold-blooded, D-line, dogs, defense, the whole defense, dogs. We got everything, man. Offense, defense, special teams, the coaching staff. We got the attitude, the culture, and we believe in each other. So, hey, we got Super Bowl aspirations, too, so you ain't wrong. 
So why you think? So why do you think there are certain people out there that's sleeping on y'all and don't believe that y'all can get past the Tampa Bay Bucks or anybody else in the NFC? Because that's what we call yeah, casual fans. <laughs> they call them casual fans, guys that just look at at the record from last year and don't realize we went through fifty eight different starters last year, four different quarterbacks, um, and really didn't have a true. We had to figure out what a true number one receiver was last year between Marquez Callaway and Deontay Hardy. And now this year, uh, one of our weaker rooms in the wide receiver room from last year becomes our strongest room. Mm. When you add in, you know, Mike healthy, Mike, Mike Thomas being healthy, you add in Chris Olave being drafted in the plays that he can make, you bring in Ju- uh, Juice Jarvis Landry, uh, and then you add in Marquez and Deontay. Now we've got depth on depth on depth. And not alone, we've got one of the better blocking receivers in Traquan Smith. Uh, when when he's active and, and getting ready, so I mean that that alone says our offense is going to be potent. Then you bring in Zoom and Boom and then Mark Ingram and AK. It's not playing. We've got depth on depth right now. Um, and then of course you talk about the D line. Myself has been you know being there for going into the twelfth year. Uh, Marcus Davenport coming off with nine nine and a half sack season, nine sack season last year off of what like eleven games. So he plays the whole whole season healthy. And now we've got two uh, two top. 15 DNs in the league uh, easily on, on one team. Um, then we talk about linebackers, you know, Demario Davis, all pro Demario Davis. Man, this is it's going to be strong. And there's nothing in, in us that says we're going to back down from anybody. And to be honest, you only casual fans talk about the Bucks versus Saints because it's not really a rivalry. Only casual fans talk about the, the Saints versus the Atlanta Falcons. It's not a rivalry. We're racing against ourselves. Okay, We're Cam. To make ourselves better each and every day. Okay, Cam. I see you coming out here with that fire. I like that, Mark. <laughs> Mark, let me let me ask you something because every time we have somebody on the show, somebody's like, "Well, there are a lot of questions around Dennis Allen, and you know, like his, his last run as a head coach, and will this time be different?" And and we talk about the continuity with Pete Carmichael, and obviously the DNA, the fabric of this team being around. What has the transition been like from Sean Payton to Dennis Allen? Man, it's been extremely smooth, man. Obviously, um, when you talk, there's no replacement to Sean Payton. You know, just his energy, just who he is, the personality, his offensive genius. You know, there's no replacing that. But um, the good thing about it is we still have the same DNA and the same culture of the team. I mean, Pete Carmichael's been with Sean the entire time here in New Orleans, um, cooking up plays, cooking up this offensive system with him all these years. So we still have um, that DNA and that pedigree of that high offensive regime. Um, within our team still. And then, then you have D.A., you know, uh, he's been with us the entire time still, uh, you know, helping us create this DNA, helping us create this culture of our team. So um, just for him to step in, I think it was a great move from our team because um, we don't have a rebuild. We just have a, a team that, you know, needs to keep our same DNA, our same culture, and uh, D.A. knows that. You know what I mean? He's a great head coach. He kind of led us to – he led us to victories um, when Sean was uh, – you know, kind of out last year, especially when we went to Tampa on the road. D.A. was our head guy, led us in there. We went, went had a big dub. Defense goosed them, and uh, offense did their thing to score points and get us a dub on the road on a Sunday night there in, uh, in Tampa. So um, I just think it's huge to keep the same DNA, the same culture of the team because it's not a rebuild. we got a great team, and we have Super Bowl aspirations. We have uh, big dreams, and we're working. We're working, we're putting it all together, and uh, D.A. has been a seamless transition, a smooth transition for us. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Cam Jordan and Mark Ingram of the New Orleans Saints and hosts of the trust levels uh, of trust levels with Cam Jordan and Mark Ingram. Mark, let me let me ask you. Earlier, <clears throat> like just a few minutes ago, you guys were addressing, you know, the point that 
that the the Saints can be underrated and key has you among the, the Super Bowl favorites. But what would you say to people? Like, I think it is a legitimate question. The questions may be answered positively, but it is a legitimate question. Sean Payton's gone, right? Dennis Allen might be great, but whatever, we have to see him do it now with the team. And Drew Brees is gone. Jameis Winston looked good in those four games, but we still have to see him do it. What would you say to people who say, yeah, but we just don't know. We haven't seen these dudes do it over the course of the season with you guys. I mean, hey, it's to be seen. Jameis was 6-2 and two in his games last year, and, uh, you know, he's only getting better. He's only improving. So, yeah, we have to go out there and do it. That's why they tee the ball up. That's why we're kicking the ball off here in, um, you know, a little bit over, you know, a little bit under two weeks. So, we know we got to go out there and do it. You know, you can say what you want. Um, you can talk the good talk. But at the end of the day, they're going to tee the ball up and they're going to kick it off, and you're going to have to put your money where your mouth is. So, um, that's why we've been working. We've been having a great training camp. That's why we out here this week. We're driving in to work right now, heading uh, to go in and get better and going in and improve. So when it comes to putting your money where your mouth is, that's what we do. That's what we're about. That's what the New Orleans Saints is about. That's our culture. That's our DNA. So, um, yeah, we, we we speaking about it right now, but we plan on showing it soon. Mm. Cam, you mentioned yourself and, and Davenport and, some of the other players on the defensive side of the ball. But I'm going to ask you about the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew. How has he looked, and how will he help the defense this year? Man, he's a playmaker. He's already come up uh, with some forced fumbles, with some key interceptions, you know, against our, our against our ones, against, uh, you know, going against our guys um, in two-minute drills, you know, when we're, when things try and assimilate something like, you know, a halftime or, or end-of-the-game situation. Uh, these are big plays that, you know, we know he can make and he has proven to them to us already on the field um, in our short time being together. So we look forward to, you know, not only Tyron, Tyron Matthews being on the field, um, you know, you talk about Paulson and Debo hitting his second year stride um, led by Marshawn, you know, Lattimore. And then, of course, you bring, we brought in Marcus May from the Jets. Man, it's not just about the honey badger. It's, it's about, you know, Chauncey Gardner, Johnson Ducey. Our whole secondary uh, can be formidable. So, you know, we talk about one. Don't forget to talk about the rest of them because, like Mark said, we got dogs on there. Mm, no question. So, let me – so, look, Mark and, and, and Cam, so people been coming at me this morning because I put out my top ten top players in the National Football League, top ten top players in the National Football mm-hmm. League for this upcoming season. So, it's going to be, you know, many, many people – disappointed that they not on the list as players and there's going to be fans as mad because I ain't got them on the list. But let me run down these 10 names for you and tell me if I'm missing anybody in the top 10. So I'm going to start from I'm going to start from 10 and go up. I got Lamar Jackson at 10, Josh Allen at 9, Miles Garrett at 8, Jalen Ramsey at 7, TJ Watt at 6, Big Trent Williams, the left tackle at 5, Tom Brady at four, Aaron Rodgers at three, Patrick Mahomes at two, and Aaron Donald at number one. Is that far-fetched? Am I missing something? It's not far-fetched to me. Now, obviously, you can shuffle uh, the numbers around how you want, but the top ten in general, I don't think it's too far-fetched. I think people are going to hate on the Lamar Jackson thing, and to me, it's it's astonishing to me, and I'm dumbfounded as to why the hatred for Lamar Jackson is what it is. Um, the guy does things the right way. He's a great athlete, great quarterback, great pro, does does things the right way. So I don't understand where the Lamar Jackson hate comes from. But to me, I think your top ten is solid, and uh, I think it's justified. Yeah, I mean, I think you can argue either way. I would take number five and switch around five 
with probably number eight and take out eight to take that eight spot to number 10. So really I'd put the offensive lineman at 10 if you're making, <laughs> but I mean, well, if there's going to be off the line. Well, Cam, Cam has numbers. a vendetta against offensive linemen. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> of course. I, I mean, there's, there's, so. there's, there's a self bias there, but I, I definitely think that within that top 10, if you're arguing around it, you can argue each of one of those cases. Um, I think it might be a little, little funny to me how, uh, you know, a, a back-to-back MVP in Aaron Rodgers is not in top two. And I'm great with number one, where it's being at. So, you know, really I'm saying uh, Tom Brady, I don't know if I'm taking Tom Brady over Aaron Rodgers, but that's just because it's back-to-back MVP. But you can't argue Tom's, you know, winnability. I mean, who else has as many rings as he does? Cam and, Jordan and Mark Ingram of the New Orleans Saints. Okay, tell us about trust levels. Why you? What made you want to start the podcast? Trust levels. Tell them. Man, Tell you know, the it's, it's on, the trust on, of the trust levels. Hey, I tell them the biggest on the trust of the levels. I mean, with my guy, me, Mark Ingram, you know, being brothers for as long as we have in the locker room, uh, being drafted to New Orleans Saints together. Uh, he took off to, you know, Baltimore, whatever it was. It, it's still my dog, my brother. I mean, this is my brother from another mother. We got kids. All our kids are around the same age, you know, sort of came up in that same mental progression of I've always you know, been a huge advocate of my dog, Mark, and anything that he does and him my way. So how can we not team up on something? You know, we, we I lived on his couch when we, I first got drafted. You know what I'm saying? So the, the, yeah. the, the amount yeah. of love and respect I got for this dude is huge. And so we, an opportunity arose to create, you know, a podcast. I was like, why wouldn't I go with my guy, Mark Ingram? And it was, it was a no-brainer. So we became big and big trust on the highest level, you know, um, uh-huh. and, and really just sort of vibed out from the beginning. And, you know, everything we do is big. So if we're going to do it, we're going to do it to the fullest. And we had guys we like Lamar to. Jackson take off Travis Kelsey on the podcast already. You know, we, we had, uh, you know, we'll have guys yeah. like, you know, our quarterback this year, Jameis Winston, you know, we've got – We've got a bucks. We got a couple bucks up on there. You know, we got Amari Cooper coming through. Eric Kendricks this season. I mean, we've got guys that that are, have been close to us and are not only in our conference but in our you know our our realm of friends and circles that we're bringing that that inner that inner look at their lives. You know, we're trying to see how they got here. You know, what what are the trials and tribulations that that took them to where they are, being one of the top players in in the league uh, in our era. That is Cam Jordan and Mark Ingram, ladies and gentlemen, of the New Orleans Saints, hosts of Trust Levels podcast with Cam Jordan and Mark Ingram. Guys, thanks for the time this morning. All right, Cam. All right, Mark. Good luck, boys. Yeah, Yeah, make sure sure y'all tell everybody to tap in. We're launching on on, on the 7th. Anywhere where you get your, your, uh, you know, Spotify, um, YouTube, anywhere where you get your podcast, make sure y'all tell everybody to tap in, man. There it is. Trust Levels. Appreciate it, guys. Yes, sir. Trust Levels. Appreciate you. Is Doug Peterson going to save Trevor Lawrence from another disastrous season? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills 
and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN mm-hmm. Radio Series, mm-hmm. XM mm-hmm. Channel 80. Pro Football Hall of Fame inductee just this year. The great Tony Baselli is with us now. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Well, good. Key, there's your guy right there. Absolutely. What's happening, T? What's up, Key? Good, man. Congratulations. I had a chance to to uh, watch the Hall of Fame speech, and, and uh, it was quite impressive, I must say. You went through an entire list of people from beginning to the end of your career. I got a chance to see Angie and the girls and everything, which was amazing. How does it feel now, Tony, that it's finally over with? You're inducted. You got the gold jacket, and now you're getting ready for another NFL season in the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, it, I mean, it's, it's an amazing process and it's an amazing honor um, because, it's, you know, they look at, obviously, what you did. And you have no control because it's in the past. And so, for you know, just kind of a validation of my career and, and, and what I did on the field and to be honored in the Hall of Fame, it's, just, it's a surreal, it's amazing, it's humbling. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. And at the same time, then you get back to normal life and you realize, you know what? Still got a wife and kids and, and things to take care of. Those things don't go away. But it's, uh, it, it was definitely an amazing, uh, amazing year so far, and I'm looking forward to this all season. And uh, it's just a huge honor. Tony, congratulations on everything. And I, I, I want to get to some football for a second. ESPN came out with the NFL Top 100 list, and there were no Jaguar players on that list. Your thoughts? Well, that's what happens when you win four games in two years. I mean, it's been the worst franchise in football. Um, so I, I, I can't, I can't argue that. I mean, you look at <laughs> my Giants are saying, day, "Hold my beer," but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, I mean, it's not wins and losses. I mean, if you want to be recognized as one of the great players in the NFL today, then you better help your team win. And I think it's really hard to say anything, you know or to argue with anyone that there's no Jaguars on that list. I mean, maybe you could put Brandon Sheriff there, who's probably the best player at his position on the team. But he wasn't even there last year. He was in uh, Washington Commanders. 
Um, now they have a bunch of young players, I think good young players that um, Urban Meyer and that staff kind of squandered last year um, because of how the Urban ran the, the building. And so I think there's an opportunity for guys like a Trevor Lawrence, like a Josh Allen. Um, I think Christian Kirk is going to surprise a lot of people. I know everyone says he's overpaid, but watching him camp and what he did in the preseason. So I think they have potential uh, as far as guys being on that list in the future. But I can't argue that any of them deserve to be on it right now. What do you think? Like, we see NFL is not like other sports. There have been plenty of instances of worst to first, right? Now, I'm not saying that, but, but what is the ceiling this year, do you think? You know, it's always hard. I mean, the hard part with the Jags is I think they have good young players, like I said, but they have no depth. And so you're trying to project, you know, what is going to happen on the injury front? How many you know, can they stay healthy? Can they get, you know, can they get their top players through the season? If they do, I mean, I think this is a team that can win seven, eight, nine games because they have a real NFL coach. I mean, Doug Peterson, what he's come in and done with his staff has been remarkable because it wasn't just about X's and O's right away. He had to change the entire culture, almost like do a, you know, a like rehab assignment of how guys felt after they, what they went through last year. And so he will have them prepared. He, you know, they're going to look like an NFL team, an NFL offense. And Mike Caldwell, the new defensive coordinator, coming from Todd Bowles, has done a great job. So if they can stay healthy, I mean, they'll, they'll play meaningful football games in November, December, which I think is a good goal for this team. Tony Buscelli, Pro Football Hall of Famer, joining us this morning with Keyshawn J. Will and Max Tony. You mentioned Doug Peterson. How important was it for the Jaguars to bring in a guy like Doug Peterson knowing that they had a young stud quarterback like Trevor Lawrence that they needed to get things turned around with? Well, Key, I think it was critical. I mean, I, and I was, I was a proponent during the process for anyone who would listen is they needed to get a guy who had done it before. Now, there's a lot of young coordinators that they talk to, and I'm sure will be great head coaches. But what you're asking a guy to do to come into this organization was the, a rehab project. You had to change the culture. I mean, you had to have some basis of understanding of what you wanted it to look like and that you had success in the past because of the credibility that you needed in the building. So I think Doug was the perfect guy. I mean, he's won a Super Bowl at Philly. He's been under some of the great head coaches in the NFL as an assistant, was a player. And so he brought in that from day one, he had the credibility of the, with the players. That coupled with the fact that he's proven he's a good offensive mind. I mean, you look what he did in Philly and the production that they had and how, you know, obviously it ended poorly with Carson Wentz, but whether it was Carson Wentz, Mick Foles, they had success there. And so I think he was perfect. I think he stabilized the building. He's great for Trevor. And I think you're going to see a big year out of Trevor Lawrence this year. Thank you, Hall of Famer. That is Tony Baselli, Pro Football Hall of Famer. Thank you, brother. All right, guys. See ya. All right, Tony. Take care, brother. Let me just say quickly, I'm going 1 to 10, okay? Aaron Donald, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Trent Williams, T.J. Watt, Jalen Ramsey, Miles Garrett, Josh Allen, and at 10, Lamar Jackson. Those are Key's real rankings, the top 10 NFL players, according to Keyshawn Johnson. Who was the biggest omission from the list? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So, guys, on August 14th, the NBA, in honor of legendary Bill Russell, uh, retired his number, number six, league-wide. And it created a conversation where people started to ask, well, how about Kobe Bryant's number, number eight or number 24? Will that be retired league-wide? And Dr. J came out the other day and pretty much stated that he does not believe that the NBA should retire Kobe Bryant's number league-wide. And I'm curious, I actually agree with him, Key. Even though I, I, I love Kobe, I think all the things that Bill Russell had did off the court being a player, a coach, dealing with racism during that time, standing up for civil rights and things of that the, sort. The athlete summit the with ath- Muhammad Ali yes, and everybody. Yeah. Bigger than basketball, I think, is deserving of having his number retired league-wide. Where I, I don't see Kobe. Kobe didn't do stuff like that. Um, but I'm curious what you think. Well, I think, I think it's different. Um, Bill Russell certainly deserves that situation being – you know, given the fact that he went through what he had to go through in his NBA career at a time when, you know, much of the country felt a certain way about black people and black athletes and, and things of that nature, living in Boston, just all of that, plus his 11 championships and whatever, 12 seasons, and done it as a coach, as a player. A little bit different than Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant was such a major ambassador to the NBA. He was the guy that basically the torch was passed to after Michael Jordan retired and it became, you know, Kobe Bryant face of the NBA, uh, five-time champion. And then when you factor in the, 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 the way the tragic situation happened with Gigi's daughter, all of those sort of things, there can be a case made, uh, a strong case made that whether it's eight, 24, a combination of both um, be set aside and retired throughout the league. And I think a lot of players currently in the NBA and former players in the NBA that played with or against Kobe probably would say that they probably should uh, retire his number as well. Look, to get your number retired league-wide, you must have significance outside of just basketball, obviously, right? But in Kobe's case, what you just identified, I, I, I think probably Dr. J is right. I think probably the answer is no. But the argument could be made, especially at this moment in time, it was him and his daughter. You know, I found out about it in, at a time when a lot of fathers are taking their daughters to basketball practice and stuff, right? I found out about it at my daughter's basketball practice. I had taken her there. It was, I think it was a Saturday. And, and, and so, like, the fact, the, the way he passed and what it sig- signified in terms of his relationship with his daughter and what that meant to people, I think you can make the argument. I agree, Key. I don't know if I would, but I think it can be made. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. 
tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. The ESPN app. You could hear us anytime, anywhere. You could listen to us live on the ESPN app. Big in Nashville, guys, wants to weigh in on Key's top 10 list. What's up, Big? Big in Nashville. You're on the radio, Big. Until you're not. Jason in Indiana. You're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, Max, big-time fan, long-time listener. Um, the only issue that I had with the list um, is just the Jalen Ramsey, um, only because during the Super Bowl, um, if it wasn't for the Aaron Donald and the horrific offensive line for the Bengals, that last play would have, game, would have been a game-winning touchdown to Jamar Chase on Jalen Ramsey. Oh, Key, that what would about just that? be my only issue. Everything else I thought was perfect. Key, what about that? I don't know that that would be the case. Just cuz he just because it looked like he broke free and and it looked as though if Aaron Donald didn't get to him that they would throw the football in that direction. I don't know that, man. I know everybody keeps saying that. Oh, if it wasn't for he had to either threw the ball in one we don't know that. Yeah, but he did break free though. That. What yeah, about that but that it, that could have been a blown coverage. That could have been a missed assignment. That could have been a million different things. In the end, and then he says, based on that play, he should be on the list. I mean, come on, man, stop. I know what you're going to say to this already, but I think Ken has a good one here, Jay. Go ahead, Ken in Alabama. Enjoy the show. Uh, Just real quick, I'm going to say I I had the opportunity to see Kobe put up 60 in Memphis, and I'm very thankful I got to do that. Mm. But on the top 10, I have no problem with the guys you have in there. But you got to get Derrick Henry in there somewhere. What about that key? He is a running back, but damn, he's been doing some stuff. No, he wouldn't be top ten. He he wouldn't be in my top ten. Because again, I don't need a running back in my top ten. I could get me a running back in a lot of different places. 
he I, I, he conceptualizes you know? this as kind of team building in a way, right? Like if you're if if you play a position that's not critical to the success of a team, then you, that guy can't be on the list. Basically, well, is that it depends right? on the system you in. He is critical to his team and the success of his team. But you could find no someone else. It. You could find. But someone they else. did have the number one seed when he wasn't even in the lineup. Right. They got there, so it's like. I get it. He is a top 100 player. I don't know where he falls out on the list because I only got 10. Maybe he's 11. Maybe he's slick. Maybe I'm slick like Jay says. He's 34. I don't know. Rohan in Cincinnati has a question. I wonder what Rohan wants to talk about. Go ahead, Rohan. In Cincinnati. Yeah, my city gives it away. How is Joe Burrow not on this list? I mean, he think about the conversations we were having about the Bengals two years ago when they were two and fourteen, picking number one overall. Joe Burrow should avoid the Bengals. He should go anywhere but Cincinnati. And then in his first full year as a starter, with talent around him at the skill position group, but also one of the worst offensive lines in the league and a new, relatively new head coach, he takes him to the Super Bowl. He, I'm with he that man. Ahead of Lamar Jackson. I'm, well, I don't know about if he's ahead of Lamar or not, but I'm with that. Like, he did do that, Key. <laughs> it went from worst to first in a hurry. Yeah, they were very good, 10-7. and seven. Yes. They, they got they past the, they, play away they, from the Super they, Bowl win. They were 10-7. and seven. Yes, I get it. They did wonders. They, they were right there. They had the Raiders beat soundly in the playoffs, and Joe Burrow's the man. I get all of that. But he ain't better than any of the quarterbacks on this list as of right now. He's just not. I got five QBs on here, and I don't see in my eyes that he's better than the four pocket passers that everybody goes crazy about, and he's not better than the one dude who won the MVP that's super athletic but can throw and run in Lamar Jackson, who had his team prior to his injury sitting at 8-3 and three atop of the AFC. Jay, is Key, one, is, Key, is Key one of these old souls who just needs to see someone do it a thousand times before he believes it? No. No, no I don't think so. I, I'm kind of no. with Key on this one with Joe Burrow, though. Like, I, I, Joe Burrow was incredible last year, but you want to see a larger sample size before you're ready to say he's top ten in the league. You want to see if last year was an anomaly. No, Even though we I don't think, think he, it was, you have to prove it. I think he's going to be all right. I think he's still going to do what he's supposed to do. But I also am not going to all of a sudden go crazy because he walked in the locker room with a chain on and a mink coat, and he got uh, some swag to him. You're talking I, I'm, not, I'm not about to just all of a sudden put him in front of Lamar and Miles Garrett and, and Trent Williams and all because he did that. Let me I, tell I, you I why he got me, the, Key. Me, I understand what the East goes, how that go. Let me tell you why he got me, though. Because I'm going back to the, to the last year in college. Greatest college season of all time. In the championship game against the chosen one, right, Trevor Lawrence, greatest championship game of all time drafted number one first time he's healthy one throw away from winning the super bowl there's something put it this way key i can't prove it but i bet that it's real that he that swag that you talk about that that it factor he's got i think it's real i think it translates to the field i also think he reads defense as well he's big he can move he has a good strong arm it's accurate i think he got and then he got a whole lot of around him too i like you take you taking him over josh allen Yes, I am. Okay. I am. I I think he's got it, man. Okay, I just said okay. No, no, I hear you. I I can't prove it. Can't prove it yet. We need more time, but I'll take him. Are you you taking him over Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes? Not Mahomes. I'll take him over everyone else. Okay. And then Herbert right after him. Okay. But I know, I know, I can't prove it.
Um, do we have time? We'll yeah, we do have time. For my general manager office. <laughs> he is <laughs> sending me packing. Uh, don't apply for the job. Raymond in Memphis. You're on Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, so I, I got show Keyshawn some love and some hate at the same time. So I love him for not putting Tom Brady at number one because you guys talk about Tom Brady too much. Only people love Tom Brady's New England and New York area. The rest of the country can't stand that guy, right? All right. So that gets to my hate part. Key, what's going on, man? They didn't call Jalen Ramsey's name not one time last year. I don't remember hearing nobody talk about this guy. He's good. He's good. Michael Parsons should take his place. Michael Parsons did Lawrence Taylor type stuff last year. I can't believe you don't have Michael on the list, man. Yeah, Michael Parsons could have been on the list. But, you know, it's, it's hard, man, when a dude is, is hard when I've only seen 15 games or whatever the number was that he played at the position. It's just hard. It's one of those hard deals. It's like, all right, man, let me see. Let me see when the book is really put on and everybody's watching you on tape for, you know, a couple years. And let me just see what it is. I mean, he might be 12. He might be 13. If I had that list of 13, he might be 14. He might be 14 and a half. He's going to be on this list real soon, though, for yeah, sure. Yeah, let me make a prediction. Parsons, by the end of this year, will be on Key's list. Yeah, Very probably. rare that you're going to put a dude on after yeah, one probably. season. Probably. If he goes and does what he did last year, he's in the lines with Miles Garrett and T.J. Watt and Aaron See, I see Donald him different, though, Key. Like, you know how Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald, undisputed best defensive player in football, right? He's number one. He got the crown. The last dude who had the crown before him was J.J. Watt. He was the best guy in on defense. He was the king of the defense. Before him, like you could you could say it was this guy, it was this guy. Right? I, I think Parsons is next. I think he's gonna wear the defensive crown in probably. his career. Probably. He probably will. But as it stands today, he yeah. ain't on the list. And that's all there is to it. He's real rankings, top ten NFL players, a lot of people with a lot of opinions. Including Jay Williams. Well, I mean, everybody has a list, so you're entitled to your list. 888-SAY-ESPN. How worried should Trey Lance be with Jimmy G coming back to San Francisco? Is this actually a recipe for disaster? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.